The choice of our scripture for the day was inspired by our prayer group we have on Wednesday mornings here, where a couple of weeks ago we meditatively walked through the 23rd Psalm. And so I want to thank the members of that group for their inspiration and their prayer support in leading up to this sermon. May God add a blessing to the hearing of this holy word. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God, send now your Holy Spirit upon us to be our teacher and guide, that we may receive with wisdom and with joy what you are saying to your church this day. In Christ we pray. Amen. Okay, stop me if you've heard this one. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. By now you should have all stopped me. If there is any scripture known to us, that it is these words, the 23rd Psalm. They show up in these important moments of our lives, especially around memorial services and funerals. These words, along with the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians, which show up at weddings, these comprise the key scriptural verses that are best known in our society. Perhaps we could say that besides John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. The 23rd Psalm is the best known of all scripture passages. It brings comfort and consolation to many. But do you know what? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We have no record of Jesus having quoted it. In fact, no author in the New Testament makes reference to this psalm. Oh, sure. They they quote from Psalm 2 and 4, 5, 6, 8, 10, 14, 16, 18, 19, 22, 24, 31, 35 and 70 other psalms, but they skip right over the 23rd. Going from 22 to 24, from he trusts in the Lord, let him deliver him, let him rescue him, for he delights in him, to the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all those who dwell therein. There is no appearance of surely my cup overflows or thou anointest my head with oil, or thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Anywhere in the Christian New Testament, 
I was really quite surprised to figure this out. I was today years old, having just learned this. Now, does the 23rd Psalm somehow lack the appropriate kernel of the gospel message to warrant the New Testament author's attention? How did it survive the dustbin of liturgical history, right? That because it doesn't show up in the New Testament, uh, how, does it, how does it not end up in the dustbin like uh, 2 Kings 2.23? Then Elisha went up from there to Bethel. And as he was going up the road, some of the youths came from the city and mocked him and said to him, Go up, you bald-headed man. Go up, old bald head. So he turned around and looked at them and pronounced a curse on them in the name of the Lord. And two female bears came out of the woods and mauled the 42 youths. 23rd Psalm, 2 Kings 2.23. There's something about this one that warrants our attention. And I dare you to look in the New Testament to find the mauling of 42 youths. It's not there. All right, so somehow the 23rd Psalm has captured our theological imagination, our faith's reasoning, and our heart's longing. It preaches a message both of God's eternal loving kindness and of God's redemptive act in the world. It even points us to Jesus if we look through our Christ-shaded glasses. Let us take it bit by bit, step by step, and go beyond the all-too-familiar poetry to unravel the ineffable mystery of this shepherd's song's allure. The Lord is my shepherd. Who is this? The Lord is none other than Yahweh, Jehovah, the great I Am, the one who was and is and is to come, the creator of the universe, the shaper of galaxies, the maker of all that is seen and unseen, the Melech HaAlam, the king of the multiverse of all time and space, the Father Almighty, the one who like a mother hen spreads her pinions out over her beloved young the one who knits us together in our mother's womb, the one upon whom we have been cast since our birth, the one who sets the captive people free and brings them home. This is the Lord, who for us is a shepherd, one who leads and guides, the one who tends and feeds the one who searches out the lost upon the hills and in the highways and the byways, whose voice is known and to whose voice we respond. The source of life takes on for us, through the poetry of the psalm, a human form, a shepherd. Just try and wrap your head around that. The one who is bigger and vaster than a billion galaxies right here on earth in the form of a simple shepherd. Tangible. Touchable. This is what our faith's imagining can do. The poetry of the psalmist speaks a theological truth that no mathematical theoretical theorem can capture. Jehovah is our shepherd right here, right now. I shall not want. 
because the shaper of the heavens and the earth is here, I am not empty. I am not decreased. I am, not, I am deprived of nothing. I lack nothing. I experience no scarcity. God withholds nothing that I need. And I can say, my God shall supply all my need. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. As a shepherd rightly does, the Lord Jehovah leads me and us to where we are sustained, fed, nourished, and cleansed with that food that makes us strong on our brains, strong. The psalmist, the poet, the singer of songs builds upon this metaphor. Like I, like a sheep, am led. I lie down to rest in a pleasant and beautiful home that is filled with fresh food from the soil. The shepherd will protect and sustain me as he gently leads me over to a quiet and restful place by the water. The Creator is in the midst of the creation leading his creatures to verdant fields and cool water. If the Lord can do all this for some smelly sheep, think how much more the Lord can do for us. He restoreth my soul. In other words, Yahweh returns my breath. The Lord turns my life around. He reconstitutes my constitution. The great I am resuscitates me, quickens me, makes me alive again. The breath of life causes me to breathe life-sustaining breaths. He knits me back together again. He picks me up. He turns me around. He puts my feet on solid ground. Glory, hallelujah, jubilee. All my life was filled with sorrow. There was not a bright tomorrow. Day was dark as night. The light I could not see. Since he came to me, I'm singing such a melody is ringing glory hallelujah jubilee yes this is what Yahweh the shepherd does he sets my feet to dancing and my heart to ringing out a melody with heaven's harmony glory hallelujah jubilee now in case you missed it this is the heart of the psalm and of the gospel proclamation itself, two little Hebrew words, nafshi yeshovev, God restores my life. He refreshes my soul. It is what is meant when we speak of the good news. In Him is life. Hallelujah, glory, jubilee. But wait, there is more. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. The shepherd guides the flock along well-worn tracks. His feet and their feet have been here before. The path is clear. It is steadfast and sure. And just like God, God's reputation rests on this. My Lord knows the way through the wilderness. All I have to do is follow. Strength for today is mine alway, and all I need for tomorrow. My Lord knows the way through the wilderness, and all I have to do is follow. And this is the path of righteousness, the one that says, I, the Lord, am holy. 
The one that says, seek justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with your God. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. When I travel in that gorge of the shadow of the dead, where there is one way in and one way out, there is either retreat or there is going forward with that great leap of faith, I will not be afraid of bad things. Because you, O God, are beside me. You are ahead of me and you hem me in before and behind and you keep watch behind me. And like a hind's feet in high places, I step where you step, going forward at the pace you set. And in this life, when the mystery of death is oh so close, like a heavy, shadow-filled cloak, like a veil of darkness, O God, you are light unto my path. You are with me even even up and through death. You restore my soul. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Your right and left hand console me. I find relief in your guidance. I feel secure for you shepherd me with gracious correction and directive support and you send your oh, oh, oh so Holy Spirit upon me. The great comforter and consoler, the advocate, the giver of life that through that Spirit we have fellowship with you, the shepherd, and fellowship with the sheep. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies, in the midst of all those who seek to oppress me, to press in on me, for this is what enemies are here. Those who would try to imprison and enslave, you keep and you make a nourishing spread, a lavish banquet, a sumptuous smorgasbord. You put in order and arrange a meal spread out on a table in front of my face, boldly showing this in front of my enemy that, that is pressing in on all sides. You demonstrate that you are the advocate and the provider for the whole flock. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup overflows. Believe it or not, these are good things. (laughs) The anointing of the head with oil is a blessing, a showing of favor and of honor, a restoration of of renewal and of regeneration. This is being Christed, smeared with oil as a mark of appointment, commissioning, a welcoming as guest, and at the same time, ascending out for a purpose. And for this apostleship, God makes our cup to overflow, our purse to bulge with provision. With God, there is sufficiency and abundance that allows for us to provide for others. As God has given, so too are we to give. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Oh yes, good things and loving kindness chase after me 
each and every day, and ultimately I am at home with God here and now and in the age to come. This psalm's got it all. Praise and doxology, grace and soteriology, redemption and theology, incarnation and a whole bundle of ologies. Simply put, the story of God's salvation plays out in this psalm. A song that takes us on quite a journey. A journey that reveals the nature and very person of God. And how did this not end up in the New Testament? Imagine if Jesus, back in the gospel stories, had gone into the synagogue one Sabbath morning and had been handed the scroll of the Psalms. Quite like that time when he was handed the scroll of Isaiah and he read that passage that goes, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And then he said, well, that's about me, you know, and he sat down and waiting to see how the crowd would react. Well, imagine if instead he received the scroll from the, of the book of Psalms. I'm sure one of the gospel writers just forgot to write this one down. And as he goes through the scroll, he finds the 23rd Psalm and he begins reading in his best King James English. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And imagine if Jesus had said this and then turned to the crowd and said, This is about me. In your hearing this has been fulfilled and then he sat down and then, like when he had to interpret the parable of the sower and the seeds, Jesus said to them, Look, the God of the universe the king of all that is, has come to earth as a shepherd. God is here in the flesh. God leads me through the wilderness and provides. God shows God's self to the world to demonstrate God's name is trustworthy. God is steadfast. And though I will walk into the gorge of deathly shadows, God will be with me. God will return my life. He will restore my breath. And God will lead me in righteous paths so that you may follow in my footsteps and walk this holy way. God's law is shown forth in my teachings and they will be to you as a rod and a staff and they will comfort you and sustain you. And when the world stands ready to oppress you, to hem you in as your ancestors were imprisoned long ago as slaves in Egypt, God will provide. And like a table of sustenance before you, our God will supply your needs. God has anointed me for a tremendous task. Our God has Christed me 
and the cup I drink will overflow to you for your benefit and not your evil. God's goodness and tender-hearted mercy will follow after me so that as I go to dwell in God's house forever, so shall God's mercy chase after you as you follow after me and you shall dwell in God's kingdom now and forevermore. May God's name be praised. Glory, hallelujah, jubilee. How would the crowd have reacted to that? Would they have tried to throw Jesus off a cliff for speaking like this? Would his family have thought him possessed of a demon? Maybe so. Who knows? What I do know is that the psalm is for each of us. A song that is written on our hearts. It is for us to hear personally, intimately, And this is a song of faith for us all. We gather, we together are God's flock, nurtured and sustained, anointed, called to do tremendous work, to drink deeply from the cup of life and to await the restoration of our souls, the return of our breath. This is a song of the people of God, the Lord who is in our midst as a humble and sure-footed shepherd and is yet a Savior, a Deliverer, an Emancipator who will guide us through this veil of tears and lead us to the waters of life. Come to the banquet, ye beloved of God, ye smelly sheep, ye anointed saints of the Lord, and as you have had your lives restored in Christ, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel of peace, wholeness, reconciliation, redemption, emancipation, and restoration. The Lord is our life, our breath, our soul, our being, our song. Turn to the Lord who returns to you the gift of life, the pathway of which has been set before us from the beginning of time. The Lord is our shepherd. Thanks be to God. Amen.